Welcome back to the Andy Ramage podcast. Today's guest, Ollie Ollerton, is one of the stars of the massive hit show SAS, Who Dares Wins. Ollie's a former SBS soldier, great mate, and an alcohol-free legend. This episode's from a live session I hosted with Ollie and my ongoing self-development mastery group, just to let you know, where we have a monthly special guest speaker such as Ollie, which is pretty cool, right? And I thought I'd share this session with you because Ollie shares something that is so powerful, you've got to hear it for yourself. Tough guys manifest. Who would have bought it? And if you're loving the show, you can help. Please tell your friends and share this episode in your groups. And as always, make sure to download and subscribe. Finally, check out andyramage.com where I have not one, not two, but three, free, F-R-E-E, workshops for you to choose from. One, if you want help going alcohol-free. Another is in the world of self-development, your vital next step. And then if you want to train with me to become a coach, go to andyramage.com. Alrighty, let's do this. Oh, there he is. All right, so we are ready to go. This is a first time that I've ever done this only welcome and thank you for joining us today you're an absolute ledge no absolute pleasure mate always good to talk to you we've got we've got a bit of history haven't we so we 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 know each other's uh we know each other kind of well um and this has been well overdue so um really a pleasure to be here yeah it's a long time coming actually getting us all together like this um so really what I want to do today is get straight into it we've got this amazing group with us in the audience today of our Arate Way adventurers, those on the uh, mastery program with myself and some on the Live Life Connected program. I just wanted to get right into a big question instantly about mindset, because we're in that start of the year. And I know you're quite passionate about goal setting. So I thought we'd just kick off there and just get some of your views and thoughts around setting goals and why they're important. Yeah, no, this is one of my favoured topics, Andy, and it should really be everyone's favourite topic, really, because regardless of whether you like it or not, whether you set goals or you don't set goals, we are driven by goals. Our subconscious mind is a goal-striving, goal-setting machine or goal-getting machine that will stop at nothing till it gets what your dominant thoughts focus on. So regardless of if you're that person that says, yeah, I set goals, or if you don't, you have no choice in the matter. Now, that why that is so important is because we have 70,000 to 100,000 thoughts going around our head each day. Some people are a lot less. Um, but we have 70,000 to 100,000 thoughts going around our heads every day. And just through basic survival, the majority of those are negative. We're always looking for something that could go wrong. So that's why it's extremely important we start to choose a goal that we start to focus on and think about as our dominant thought. Because otherwise, we're going to end up with a load of outcomes that basically don't serve us whatsoever. Then we sit there going, can't believe that happened. Can't believe this has happened. It happened because you didn't choose directive action to where you wanted to be. So really, when it comes to goals, the reason why they fail um, is because we don't set a process into play. We don't. All we do is make it an emotional intention. And that is usually fueled by, I'm not sure about this group, but you know, a lot of the time people... Uh, are doing this New Year's Eve, they're drunk, they don't know what they're talking about, they do it to match someone else's uh, New Year's resolution, they want to make it sound as good or better, uh, they wake up the next morning, they've e- either forgot, or, you know, they start their fitness re- re- routine, and um, two weeks in, uh, I didn't have the time, I didn't have the motivation, which is all just an excuse for failure, it's just softening the blow for failure. Yes, yeah, it's so incredibly important because I know you've spoken about this before about having that plan and having that structure because otherwise, how do you know where it is you're heading in life? And if you don't have a plan, someone or something else has a plan for you. And I think that's why goal setting, and we talk about it a lot, is that anchor into the future that provides that direction in our life towards maybe something that's more meaningful and purposeful. And I know this is another subject that you often like to talk about, and I think it's really important, about connecting with things that are more meaningful and purposeful for you. I don't know if you can share yeah, your no, insights on that. Yeah, no, that's a really important thing to do as well, because nine times out of 10, people focus on the things that they don't want. You know, I don't want this. I don't want to, you know, I, I want to stop drinking. I want to lose weight. And you are attaching yourself to the negative by doing so. So you, you need to start to, when you're projecting and when you start to visualize where you want to be, I mean, 
one thing I've just I, actually this is really good conversation because one thing I've just been I've just been listening to some stuff upstairs in the gym, and um, I was listening to a Tony Robbins bit and he fell upon gold. So I was I was obviously very interested in that, and he said something really that's really grabbed my attention, and that was the fact that. It's not the goal. It's not the material aspect. It's not trying to gain something as such. For our soul, for our purpose in life, it's progress. We have to be making progress consistently. It's not about getting a new car. It's not. That's not going to make you happy. Yeah. Honeymoon period, yeah, for sure. Uh, a promotion at work, yeah, yeah. Again, honeymoon period, yeah, better's your life, great. But it's the actual progress that is the reward to our soul. And that's what gives us a sense of purpose and makes us enthusiastic about where we're going. When you come to your goal, you know, that's why it's so important. When you really get to your goal, <laughs> goals are irrelevant. It's the journey you've been on. And that's why it's important as well that when you get to your goal, you don't sort of rest on your laurels and then go, oh, I've done it, I've made it. And that's what a lot of people do in life. You know, there's so many people that were in the special forces. They now use that, a the benchmark of the past is made them for life. Their life is all about the rear view mirror. They've got nothing else moving forward. You know, I've done it. I've done it. I made it. And that's why it's so important when you come towards your goal, when you set these goals, you, you, before you even get to it, you create a new goal. Where am I going beyond that? You, you, don't, you don't get to the target. You move through it. And it's the progress and the momentum that makes us feel fulfilled and purposeful because that is why we're put onto this planet, far beyond eating, sleeping and working. I absolutely love this. And what is great about these conversations, it reaffirms the things that I've been saying for so long. So I'm always like, yes, yeah. I seem to be on point. And so true. Your language, Andy. Happiness lies in the struggle, you know, to get from that point A to point B, whatever that goal is. And that's where your meaning and purpose is. It's not necessarily the end result. It's nice if you happen to get there. That's the cherry on top, the bonus as you cross the line. But behind that mountain, and more mountains and you go again and you go again and you go again and you're right and one thing you said there's really super powerful for me is that rear view mirror type of thinking which puts such a lid on people's lives doesn't it it's like well i haven't achieved this before therefore i have to look back and now i failed in the past therefore i can't succeed in the present so i'm stuck you can't evolve you can't grow as a person because you're always looking backwards for your clues and if you maybe slipped up in the past it defines who you are in the present. So you've got to be able to you described it push through constantly with your goals i think that's so incredibly important 100 mm, and i think something you touched on there as well something that i really push to everyone is that failure is a weapon failure is an absolute weapon as long as you use mm. it to its fullest exploit it you have to exploit it when you fail what did you learn what did you do well didn't do so well how would you change it moving forward but if you're not failing you're not trying hard enough we and another thing you said there and a level of stress you have to have our body we perform the best when we have a manageable level of stress not only does it kick in our immune system but that's what makes us feel alive we have to have a manageable level of stress and that's where we should be working too much stress and that can cause issues but to have that so it's a you know it's a fine line but you need that stress in your life um, for your body to perform and for your mindset as well. So, you know, it's so important that we, that we create a level of stress um, in our lives that, that, that really ignites us. So on that note, we're talking about goals, we're talking about purpose and stepping outside of our comfort zone and all those fantastic things. What sort of routine and structure do you personally put around that? You know, so you've got this objective, whatever that might be. It could be to run a marathon. It could be to, to write a book. It could be to transform your career. What sort of structure would you suggest or advise that people put around that? Well, first of all, when you start to choose, let's let's go into the goals process because I'll tell you what. At the moment, I want to talk to to probably we go on to this afterwards, Andy. And that is, I feel at the moment I am in the most dangerous place I've been, mm. and that. For people that know my journey through mental health, thinking about suicide, absolute despair, I, I'm kind of thinking that like at the moment I'm in a more dangerous place than that. And the reason I say that is because I've started to get comfortable. And that for me, you know, I was saying to my partner, my, sorry, she's my wife now. Um, but I was saying, don't get that wrong. Say again. So don't get that wrong. You'll be in trouble. I, know, yeah. um, I was saying to my wife yesterday, I said, you know, where is, why can't I have that fight, that passion, 
that uh, vision the same as I had when I absolutely had nothing, where, how can I reignite that? And yeah. really at the moment, it's because you get comfortable. You know, I'm comfortable now. I'm earning money from different kind of avenues, my books, public speaking. I don't need to do anything, you know, but that leaves me feeling extremely empty and without a sense of purpose. So really let's go on to goals because that really, I think that I've put down here because I wanted to bring it up, midlife crisis, that to me, I'm having a midlife crisis. That's not because I've got loads of toys because I'm going to do that forever anyway. But my midlife crisis is the fact that I'm at this dangerous point where I'm plateauing. And that doesn't mean I can't get more things. That means me as a person, I'm not, I'm not causing enough struggle in my life. I woke up again after Christmas on Monday. And before that, I said to Laura again, I said, I've been so, I've been so depressed after Christmas. Because I go into Christmas, I say, right, I'm not training. I did have an injury as well. I'm not training, I'm, um, uh, which I think is a mistake. Uh, again, looking back in hindsight, but um, I am going to enjoy Christmas. I'm going to eat what I want. I don't drink anyway, but um, I'm going to eat what I want and, and not really care. And, and uh, an ele element of that, I think, is good because, you know, we need to make sure that we do have some sort of rest and recuperation. But trying to pick myself up after Christmas, I was feeling flat, depressed, and um, a lot of that was, when I look back, it was like sugar withdrawals and, and, and just having no sense of direction and purpose. And then on Monday, I went, right, that is it. Mm. And that leads me on to goals, right? Goals don't start with a date. They start with a decision. A date is an external factor. Brilliant. A decision is internal. Okay? So when you come up with a, a goal, forget the date. It's not the date that's important. It's the decision for you to make a change and have a passion in the direction you're going towards. So really that's so important for me because again, date external, uh, decision internal. And basically everything that has to come from within, otherwise it's without. Um, so that's really important. You have to make sure of that. Um, so when, uh, and when you come to, to goals, a lot of people, they'll do a goal because their ego wants them to sound like it's an impressive goal. Like, one thing I'll say, I've said it in my books, nothing was ever great until at some point you doubted your ability to achieve it. Goals must scare you, but excite you at the same time. But the thing is, the way that we're wired, we're wired to take the path of least resistance. That's just a survival instinct. Everyone is, is burdened with that, if you want to call it that. Um, so we have to choose something. And when I say that, your mountain could be spending more time with your children. Your mountain yeah. could be, I want to do a little bit more exercise, whatever, that could be your mountain. It doesn't mean you have to climb a mountain. You know what I mean? It's, but you know, for a lot of people, where do I get more time? You know, that's the, that's straight away, the, the, the defense, internal defense system. Where do I get more time? You know, where I can't possibly do that, et cetera, et cetera. Every, you know, that, that's the biggest, we hear that so many times. Time is the biggest load of bullshit. It's a construct. It's something that people are addicted to. And it's such, it, it crushes people's dreams and goals. Uh, but basically, let's get into goals. Uh, uh, you basically then got to come up with something that really does strike your passion. It's really something that you want to achieve. But not only is the goal important, the journey has to has to be exciting for you as well, because the last thing you want to do is start your journey and you absolutely hate every step forward. Um, you know, I always say it's like when I did special forces selection, I turned up 200 and well, about 300 people were in the sort of parade area. We're just about to go up the mountain. And um, I got off that bus and I was 23 years old, the youngest there pretty much. And I looked around and I went, you have got off on the wrong stop. And I honestly was just about to turn around and get back on the bus. Wow. A little voice in my head said, just do today. Just yeah. do today. And I started off on the, on the march because I was looking around me and the perception, you know, the percep your perception, he's, oh, he's bigger than me, he's better than me, all this stuff going on in your head, which is an absolute load of rubbish. Um, and I just, I just put my head down and went, just do today. Went up the mountain, 24 Ks there and back in four hours over the penny van uh, with full, with kit and weapon. And straight away up the, up the steep mountain, I was passing all those people I looked at that thought were better than me. Every time I passed one, it was like a level of built my confidence. And I just did today. And I did the whole six months of that course, ended up being the one of five out of that 300 that passed that course just do today. 
So really, when we set this goal, it should over, you know, the, at that point, when the pressure was on getting off that bus, when the pressure was on looking around me and then thinking about the ultimate goal of being a special forces operator, one of the few that passes that course too much, too much. Um, but the ability to break that down was the only way that got me through that. You know, when times are tough, things, are, things, are, the pressure's on. The, the goal becomes overwhelming and before you know it, you're throwing in the towel and take, taking the path of least resistance. So th that's really important as well that we start to come up with a plan and process. If you don't put something into process and leave it as an emotional um, desire, you'll never achieve it. You'll never yeah. achieve it, or at least not to the degree that you would if you don't start to write down a plan and start to, to focus on that. It's a shame I haven't got it because... The next thing I'll do is say that goal then has to be written down and people go, oh, I'll do it. I'll do it on my computer. I'll do it on my phone. No, no. The psychological, actually writing something, the psychological effect that has almost leaves an imprint on the subconscious. Totally when agree. Type, when you type it, it has no effect, no effect whatsoever. That is in my wallet every day. My goal is in my wallet every day. And I take that out every day and I read it. Not every, sometimes I may miss, but it's there. So I'll read it every day because the repetition is loading the subconscious and the subconscious is our driving machine. That is what the frontal cortex, that's where all the thoughts are and everything. It's the, it's the, it's the loading of the subconscious that we have to really focus on. And that is why when it comes to goals and things I want to achieve, that's why the meditation is so, so important. Absolute game changer. People from my world think I'm an absolute lunatic that I meditate, you know, a lot yeah. Make special forces it's game changer game changer because it's loading the subconscious it's my um uh meditation for me is my um direct attention at my intentions you know and that for me is sitting there short-term medium-term long-term goals you know and that is unloading the subconscious and you do it in the morning do it at night because that's when the alpha brain waves uh, or beta alpha i think it is isn't it andy will you know that absolutely no idea but it yeah. sounds good yeah it sounds good so if anyone doesn't know the difference they'll think i'm an expert um, <laughs> so anyway you should do it in the morning or in the evening because that's when the that's when you absorb it and that really is the subconscious program that will drive you towards your goal you know, Ollie, what does that look like like what just even describe that process of a morning of an evening so you've got the goal that you're focused on and then what do you do in terms of that meditation even a quick description of what that might look like well for me i mean i've, I've just bought one of these um infrared saunas so i go into that for me i do it in the morning night's not mm. great for me because by you know because i get up at five by the time night comes i'm like crawling around the place and saying yeah <laughs> So morning's my time, but I go and sit in the sauna. And if I don't do, do the sauna, I'll sit there. I use a guided meditation. I've always used guided meditations. I really find they help me. You can choose any kind of um, narrative that you want um, on uh, YouTube. And I'd sit for about 20 minutes is around my maximum for, for meditation. Yeah. So really that is that guided meditation, abundance uh, meditation, whether it you know, is quite a frequent but there's loads of different meditations I, I can use. I've got on my disposal through YouTube. So that's sitting there for 20 minutes, really engaging with your breathing um, and really starting to, 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 to lose yourself in where you want to be and not get bogged down with where you are. Um, because, of, you know, that's what, that's what we do. We, we end up, if we, if we can't visualize where we want to be, we end up getting bogged down with where we are right now and looking at things we don't like about our lives and that becomes you know whatever you focus on like i said before that is your magnet and that's what you drive towards so it's really important that we visualize where we want to be and not where we are you know when I, I i locked myself in the house for three months when i came back from overseas and that was really the, where i changed the blueprint massively yeah um didn't recognize myself from the person i was um when i went in three months later uh, and really that was i was when I actually set those intentions from the place I, I wanted to start a business that was all about helping other people, how bizarre that sounded. That sounded like my internal uh, voice was going, you absolute idiot, look at you. You can't yeah. help it. You can't even help yourself. How can you do this? Everything. But 
you know, it's so important that you block that out and start to really fall in love with the dream. Even though it seems like a lie, you've got to get into the process of falling in love with the person you want to be. Building that future yeah. self. And do you know what's I'm, I'm going to sort of stop there because I could, honestly, I could, could keep going and going and going. <laughs> this is that, good. But, We're going to come back yeah, to it. Yeah. But really, for me, it's that, that, it's that process, Andy. The process for me is every day. My best day, when I, and I say my best day because it's not every day. I wake up in the morning, five o'clock, go downstairs, I have my refreshing drink, which is not coffee. I've stopped coffee now. Um, you know, that's uh, lemon water or, or and I have a cocktail of all kinds of stuff. But um, then I'll go into the meditation, 20 minutes meditation. Then I'll go out and do some exercise. Exercise for me, wow. I mean, talk about the, the ideas and the things that come into my mind when I'm exercising and, and mainly when I'm sort of running is phenomenal you know by the time i come back seven o'clock i'm in my home office my phone's not going off people aren't bothering me i can do an hour's work that will take me two hours to do in the day yeah so powerful and and i think something you said right at the start um that is unbelievably powerful for everyone listening i think is that you were struggling a bit and i think this is where your story is always different because you're really honest about these things whereas it's very easy for people to look at someone like you with your background in the sbs and the military background and go oh he's just a, you know this willpower machine he just gets up at 5 a.m and everything magically falls into place because he's somehow different to all of us and then you start that dialogue with actually i'm struggling a bit after christmas and i've really had to sort of give myself a bit of a kick out the bum and start to put all these processes back in place exactly like everyone else all the other human beings on the planet and i think that in itself is just rocket fuel for the everyday person to go oh even those guys have to do the same stuff that we need to do to get motivated to get organized to have a plan to have a structure to focus on a goal because if they don't even those you know so-called superhuman beings end up in the same place as us exactly and i've been there Andy. you know i've been and that was yeah. really when i was at that you know, 10 years after I left the military and I was I was actually back in Australia then, I'd just come back from Thailand where I was rescuing kids from uh, child prost prostitution and, and slavery. And the whole thing fell apart, which absolutely put me into self-destruction mode. But it was the it was the it was knowing the person I was that really pulled me through that, knowing that, you know, how did I get to, I don't like to use the word, but how did I get from hero to zero? How did that, how did that happen? And understanding that, you know, we're not bulletproof. It doesn't matter who you are. You know, I came from, uh, you know, achieving something absolutely great to being so below subsurface that I just could not understand that. And, you know, cause I just thought, wow, I'm ex special forces. I'm indestructible. Well, and it's so, we, I bleed and breathe just like everyone else. We all do. And anyone that says any different than that is just an egotistical liar. Yeah, this is so incredibly important. And I know your story, we haven't even got into it, but we've had discussions aside from this and, you know, that whole part of your life where you were away looking at those, those uh, trying to break down those rings, those, those child abuse rings was just a mad, you know, for me listening in, it's just like, that is a different world. And then I guess you came back and like you said, there were those struggles around that of trying to find yourself again, exactly mm. like I think many adults find themselves in that situation at some point in their life lacking a bit of meaning lacking a bit of purpose and just i'd be interested to know how did you sort of start to rebuild that what was it that actually led you towards what you now find meaningful and purposeful what do you mean back in when i was in that state of despair yeah yeah for me um you know it was starting to having those thoughts about suicide and i always say look i'm not i don't know if i'd have ever done anything about it i never attempted mm. it but that doesn't, I wouldn't say it doesn't matter, but the fact is, if you're at that level thinking, you, you've already gone too far. And for me, it was, you know, I needed to do something. I needed to change. I wasn't prepared to accept um, my lot anymore. You know, and I think, I think the big thing for me, I was, we're convinced that we can't change, that we're stuck with, you know, that it's generic and all this, all this absolute rubbish. Um, and we can't change, you know, all this, all this messaging that we're giving, you know, especially I used to get from my ex-wife, which was a, a leopard never changes his spots and blah, 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 all that absolute rubbish. When I actually knew that we could, we can change, we can be absolutely who we want to be. That was a massive eye opener for me. 
I just thought, really? I, just, I was convinced that you couldn't. You, we just yeah. had to accept what we were given, and that was me, and I was a failure. You know, that was the language that was in my head. And then when I started to realize that is not the case, you know, I started off very slowly. I can always remember I was out in Australia, and I just started, when I started down there, I was sort of guided towards this spiritual path. Um, it just came, I don't know why it just came to me, but I just started saying every day, I used to wake up and I, I just used to say this mantra, I am willing to accept change. Difficult as it may seem, I know it's taken me to bigger and better things. And just by doing that, change my, started, changes started happening around me that were just bizarre. This is so incredibly powerful. It's like that, you, you talk about this quite a lot, short-term, be willing to accept the short-term discomfort for long-term gain. Yeah, 100%. And that is, that is again, what we've got. You know, I, I go a lot into the psychology of how we're wired. I've looked into the evolution of who we are, you know, and when we, when we look into, you know, the, the reason why we keep, where we're stuck in this repeat habit loop, continuous, continuous, doing the same things. We know, we all know, everyone knows if someone wants to change something, be something, we know exactly the path. We know exactly what we've got to do. If I want to start playing the piano, which I'm not, I don't, but if I want to start playing, I know exactly what I've, if I wanted to start being a professional of playing the piano, I know what I've got to do. I absolutely know. But because it's simple, doesn't make it easy. And then we start doing these repeat habit loops that we know things aren't good for us, but we're stuck in it. And we're like, why do I do, why am I doing what I know is no good for me? And the re reason for that is, again, it's that's down to our evolution. Mm. Um, it comes from our survival blueprint. We want to keep on doing the same things as we did yesterday and the day before and the day before that, because as far as our minds are concerned, it's kept us alive until today. It doesn't care if it's a good situation, a bad situation. All it knows is repetition is the reason you're there today. So when you come to making any kind of changes in your life, that's why you're going to get the kickback. That's why you're going to get the pushback. That's why you're going to come up with a hundred thoughts and things that, that really look for everything that could go wrong. But once you understand that it's just part of our human mechanism for survival, and it's just part of the way that we're wired and you know, right. I know I'm going to be feeling a lot of resistance now going into this new phase of my life. It's not 21 days to change your habits around about 60. So you you know, you're in for the hard slog and it does get easy as time goes on for about 60 days. So once you start to realize that and start to realize that motivation comes and goes, it doesn't matter if you're an astronaut, a bloody gold medalist, whoever you are, just understand motivation will not be there. Okay. Some days it will, some days it won't, but especially at the start, there's a honeymoon period with everything. And then all of a sudden it comes into the monotonous day by day activities that start to, to feel a little bit, you know, put us under pressure and we're not, we're not geared to it. We, we, we're wired to avoid stress and pressure and take the path of least resistance and it's happening to me every day i laugh at myself before we did this podcast andy i got into the unit i cycled in this morning because i'd sent car for a service and i've got in i thought you know and i've got the gym upstairs i thought i've got to get in there and do some do do my workout oh no my head start i can i know my, yeah. I, I know when it's happening my head is going That's yeah but you've got the call with andy you got the call with andy in an hour and maybe you can do this and maybe you can do that and just wait till then and then you do the thing with andy and then leave it till late if i leave it till late this afternoon something else will come in there and then before yeah. i know it i haven't had a chance to do it and i'll make an excuse i've, oh, I've run out of time so I, I just went upstairs you know i went upstairs and i just it wasn't a great workout but it was it, I, I got in there um so really, I, th I think a lot of what I started to, my big sort of um, epiphany, if you want to call it that, is starting to understand how we're wired, starting to understand how we feel the way that we feel, why we feel lack of motivation, why we feel, uh, you know, when we don't have a sense of purpose, et cetera, et cetera. So once I understood that, I knew what I was working with. A lot of people, and I thought the same, we think that we're broken. We think that we've got issues that we need. This The system is broken. It's not us. It is not us. The system that we are square peg in a round hole. The system has desi been designed for us. We're not designed for the system. So, you know, start to sort of, I start to look at myself thinking, oh, it's me. I'm, I'm wrong. I'm, I'm at fault. There must be mental issue. Da, 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 da. It's not. You know, the system is not designed for us as such. You know, so yeah, I think it's that evolutionary hardware has just not had chance to adapt to the last 200 years of our 
24-7 world that we live in. So that exactly. powerful part of our brain doesn't care about happiness, doesn't care about your goals, doesn't care about you looking yeah. great in your bikini or your speedos if anyone still wears speedos but you know what i mean it's it's the point yeah. and what you said there again why i love doing this sort of stuff and having these conversations with you it's the same chatter you have to overcome that same voice in your head it's like me if i don't have my shorts ready the night before to get on my peloton of the morning mm. the distance between my bedroom and the spare room to put my shorts on is yeah. enough time for that voice to kick off and go sure you want to do this you did this yesterday and then if god forbid i get into my room and the shorts are not laid out right it's so comical my head goes i've got no shorts you can't start rummaging around the house now you're gonna wake everyone up you've got to just not skip and i'm like i'm meant to be someone who knows how this stuff works as well and i'm like i cannot believe it if i don't even have my shorts ready i'll talk yeah. myself out of it i tell you what andy this is this is really and i've learned this over just and, and i think i'm at school every day right i'm learning every day and I've said this thing to Laura again, we have a lot of conversations about this stuff, but we are our best teachers, but we can yeah. only be our best teachers when we have a good education to know what we're on about. But once you can be a conscious observer of self, as opposed to be lost in your emotions, we start to, we start to be able to control what goes on. You know, once, once you can sort of look at yourself almost like another person looking at yourself. I think that changes everything. You, you know, for me, once I know, if I know I'm not doing something that's right, then I know I've got to make changes. But a lot of people are, are just moving through life absolutely unconscious to everything that they're doing. They don't know what's right and wrong. They haven't got the education to know otherwise. And when I say education, I'm talking about education, about nutrition, health, you know, the importance of it all. Um, that to me is education, forget anything else. You know, um, once you have that education and, and sort of you can be the emotional observer, I think that is absolutely a game changer because you you know, I knew at Christmas when I'm stuffing Christmas cake in and, you know, sweets. And I mean, I'm sugar is my, uh, you know, is my downfall. Um, but I know I'm not doing the right thing. I know I'm not. And I know it needs to stop, you know, but if I didn't have that reflection, I didn't have that. Not, I'd, I'd still be doing that. And it's like you know what, if I worked out every day, if I worked out only when I felt good, I'd, I wouldn't even fit into this camera. <laughs> it's so true. And, th and this is the point that I've been saying, I think for so long, a lot of the, the training that I do and, and equally for yourself, it's just awareness, isn't it? Mm, just get yeah. that awareness of where it didn't exist before. And I think most people are in this sort of mindless loop of just rolling through life without goals and they're just getting by and it's a bit meh and a bit five out of 10. But when you bring that newfound awareness, you start to see it for what it is. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it all vanishes. And miraculously, you jump up every day and you want to jump on your peloton or do your exercise or whatever it is. But you start to catch yourself out. You catch your own BS, for want of a better word. You yeah. can see it for what it is. And then you can realize that you're perfectly imperfect and put some plans in place to counteract that, i.e., get your shorts out the night before i know it's so glaringly obvious but some of the things or like you gave a great example there your brain was trying to talk you out of working out in the gym but it was like let's just get started let's do something even if it's mm. half a session it's better than no session and then all of a sudden you learn how to manage your own brain a little bit to get yeah. you moving and then all of a sudden tick 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 consistency over time things start to change and then back to another great point this is all it's all connected to the same thing isn't it then you start to challenge those labels in your head that have said i'm just uh or you know this is the way that i am leopard can't change its spots and you start to challenge all of that and go do you know what i can change i have changed and that leads to these bigger transformations that we see um, in these groups and that's obviously been this bigger evolution in your own life from that point of almost despair to everything that's starting to happen now so on that note what is sort of the future what's going on for you at the moment that's getting you excited that's meaningful and purposeful yeah um well i think it's a good point that we had before we started the uh the the sort of uh, webinar um andy and that is you know um there's a lot of i said oh there's a lot of good things happening there's a lot of bad things but i really don't see you know i, I i'm quite happy to accept that you know that's just when you when you're actually in sync when you when mm. you when you're in tune then you just accept that you know your journey is being you know your path is is, is whatever happens is 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 happening happening for a reason so for us um you know we came up here up to we moved from the south up to shrewsbury you know 
built didn't build this we built all the internals of this uh this place it's the academy um you know we and and we was you know and then basically the the, the whole thing sort of crashed around lockdown and the face-to-face -face stuff so really for us you know we could which we could just go oh but we spent so much money on this place and we you know we've got to make it work but you haven't you know for us yeah we we've lost a load of money but now for us you know we're looking to close this place down and like i said to you you know i'm looking to to take everything online that's what's getting me excited but um one thing that does get me excited and on my i wish i had my goals card here at the moment because my goal is basically that by this time next year i'll have my yacht will be in the mediterranean in some marina um and we will have moved all of a load of our pro programs onto uh, an e-learning platform so that Brilliant. is that is my goal you know it's a 12-month goal for me um and um you know when it comes to goals and stuff a lot of people you know i'm a big on you know i'm probably sure you've gone to this as well andy but visualization you know really adding all the senses to the to the visualization you know the boat for me being on that boat, you know, sailing around, you know, the smells, everything, touch, hear, what can I hear? You know, I, I fall in love. And, and for me, a lot of people say, well, I find it hard to visualize. And uh, so let me tell you what I did to help yeah. that visualization. I hired the boat for two weeks. So you don't own the boat at the moment? No. Oh, no, this is great. So your goal is to own the boat effectively or, yeah. or have a boat that you can then work from effectively from anywhere in the world sail around that's even better i thought maybe you yeah. actually had the yacht no no it. i haven't oh. but yeah the good thing is though because i hire and i don't know how you know and i haven't got that much money i can just go and get yeah. you know I, you know but for me so it is a massive challenge for us to do yeah. that i don't want to sort of we were going to say oh let's move on to it and then we'll run the business from there i'm not going to do that anymore because we've got um you know but to have the boat there that we can go out to um um, you know that that's the, that's the uh, that's the dream for me. So really, for me, having that boat for two weeks, right? I know every inch of the boat. Yeah. I bought the actual one I want to buy. I know every inch of that boat. So when I'm going through a visualization, I'm going through. I've I've already triggered in my head. I've got a problem with the door. So every day I do that visualization, I'm fixing that problem with the door, because that helps me engage all my senses, everything. You know, I'll go and do stuff around the boat. And I've been there in visualization of that is so easy for me. So really when I, you know, when people have these dreams that, you know, it's really important that they invest in the end goal. So, so that, that is it for me. I won't go back into the goal thing, but basically that is the dream for me to, to um, in 12 months time to have the boat in the med. It's a 40, I think a 46 foot lagoon catamaran um, and to, to run in our programs from, uh, you know, online based. So, which means basically we can be transitional, which is where I want to be. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty amazing. And again, what that reaffirms is these things don't happen by accident, no. do they? There is a deliberate process through visualization, through goal setting, through planning, all the things that we talk about. And then to hear that from you. And I hear this from so many elite performers. And I think there's an assumption, oh, it must be easy for them or X, Y, and Z. But actually, they're doing the same thing you know consistently mm. that we're all talking about to get consistent results and visualization i totally agree such a powerful skill just on that because i think it's a really interesting topic like how you mentioned you do it most days what does that sort of look like how long does it take what's the is there a sort of process behind that yeah well that i, I wrap this all into my meditation so for Got it. me okay. you know you know then that i i i've ram a lot into that whole um uh the whole meditation there's a really good meditation if people want to look this up it's by vishen lakani okay and it's the six phase meditation and that covers six different topics throughout a 20 minute meditation Brilliant. which you know it will go on to um you know having negative charges with people that affected you wrongly, et cetera, et cetera. Then it will move on to what does your perfect life look like? That for me, that was the one meditation that I started with back in 2015 when I locked myself in the house for three months. And I did that continuously every day. And I still use that one, Vishen Lakhani. So really it's about going through those six phases. And, and one of those phases is, uh, is where I start to visualize that the boat, you know, and, and that, is then loading the subconscious. It's all loading the subconscious. And when it, if you want some logic from the subconscious, it's the fact that 
you don't you'll make subconscious actions or take subconscious actions and make subconscious decisions that will pull you in line with that dominant thought you know it's it's not something oh, i've got to think about the boat got to think about the boat all day long once you've loaded it in there you are subconsciously driven towards it like a magnet um yeah so uh i do it within the meditation wow i think that's i mean it's incredibly powerful and again these are the topics that we discuss within these groups and really exactly that it's switching your mind on to what's important and then the subconscious does the work for you in many ways it will attract you you'll see that opportunity or that conversation or that book or that course or whatever it is that feels like serendipity at times but i think it's very deliberate once you turn on that powerful part of your brain but you have to do the work to turn yeah. it on and you have to be clear about what it is that you're focusing on so through meditation or doing the planning and goal setting and all of these things basically are all interlinked in many ways yeah. that just create this new awareness and then you start to make progress towards your goals i do the exact same thing in a different version i do it through journaling but it's pretty much the same idea and the amount of goals that i've put in there that mm. i haven't even necessarily put lots of direct effort into but i've clearly switched on something somewhere that's meant that I've had a chance, which felt like a chance encounter with someone who's mentioned someone else. And then all of a sudden I'm doing a Ted talk or whatever it is, you know, that, that has manifested. And I think, you know, there's a lot more to this that meets the eye. And I know you're a big believer in meditation and visualization and all of these things coming together to lead us towards more meaning and purpose. And just to let you know on that, you've got a lot of crew members, by the way. <laughs> we've had about 50 people put their hand up and say they'll come on they'll be on the crew so just <laughs> once you're on your yacht you're not going to yeah. struggle for decades <laughs> what you wish for <laughs> yeah you, you're what's going to happen in your visualizations now you're going to start to get all these strange crew members are going to turn yeah, up exactly. on the boat I'll, going oh, there is. A, i'll get a support boat how about that yeah yeah exactly get a little support crew we'll come along in a little dinghy a little <laughs> row a little two-manner i reckon i get four of us in there that's what i used to get by on but anyway Ollie, just even what I'm going to do now, if that's okay, we're just going to move into some questions for the last sure. sort of 15 minutes or so, because we had some lovely questions uh, while we're going along. And one of them, and I'll come to the others, was talking about goals and said, like, I've got this big goal for 12 months. I think you sort of touched on it earlier, but uh, maybe uh, deep dive into it a little bit. But it's a bit overwhelming. Do you have a process for chunking it down so it's not too much, as it were? You know what? You've just thought the question that I wanted to talk about, but we ran out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Exactly. And this is exactly what it is, right? I did this back in 2014. I got an old CD. Or it doesn't matter if it's old or new. And basically, I drew round it on a piece of paper. I then put the clocks of a hand, uh, sorry, the, the clock hands all the way through it. Breakpoint was my goal. Apologies for the artwork here, but right. So breakpoint's my goal there. Yep. Okay. Each one of these is a month. The segments almost of the wheel. Yeah. Right. So let's forget breakpoint. This is my new one because I've just, I've just done it here. My yacht. Okay. So yacht at the top. Yep. Now for me to get a yacht. So I've stopped putting the process into play. I've got to, I've got to then get onto my web guys. I've got to get them to start building the online platform. So that becomes, I'm not going to write it all out because it'll take too much, too much time. That becomes point number one. Okay. Uh, secondly, what else have I got to, I, I would then start with a list of things that you've got to do to get to your ultimate goal. Okay. So yeah. another one for me is I've got to actually go and get my tickets to, to be able to sail a boat. Okay. So that's another one. That's another process. So basically what, what the best thing to do is we go to as far as three o'clock. So between in three months, I want to achieve those things. Okay. So they're milestones of me to achieve those things. Then once I've got yeah. to that marker, I'll then go to the next three months. Then once I've got there, what, what's the plan for the next three months? And then finally, you'll get to where you need to be. So I did that with Breakpoint, right? Again, I was broken, battered, and I, got, I had Breakpoint at the top there. And the first step for me on that thing was, you, um, I'm so happy and grateful when I, am not, um, when I no longer drink. 
Yeah. And you've got to make sure that you do it in a language as, of, or as if you've already done it. If I had to put on that number one, um, I've got to stop drinking. It's a totally different language. Mm. It's a totally different language. It comes from a totally different place. Uh, um, so really, you've got to put there, I'm so happy and grateful that I'm no longer drinking. I'm so happy and grateful that I now have got money in the bank to invest in my website. I'm so happy and grateful, you know, and that's the way you've got, that's the language you've got to use because the more you focus on what you don't like and you want to get rid of, the more you'll be attracted to it. Brilliant. So so that frame I, is important. Yeah. I call it the TikTok method. And um, I think that's a really useful way to be able to put a dream into process, you know, and, and that for me is all the things I've got to do. You can't just go, I want a yacht, you know, and just go and just then just leave it. I want a yacht, I want a yacht. You, you, you won't do it. You know, the, you, you might end up with a, a little toy yacht, but um, <laughs> you've got to start putting that, you know, a process that supports your goal. You know, so that for me is I've got 12 months of activities that I will fill in, but only don't overcommit because things, your, your journey will change. You know, if it's easier for you, just do one month. But, you know, I, I put a, a milestone at the one, the three, the six and the nine and then fill in the bits in between and then in the, in the segments you write down all the bits you've got to do or you have and, and the second thing to that as well i'd use that i'd have the goal actually in your wallet written down so you can look at it day in day out and you need the diary that's where you do the diary the written diary is where you put the process Brilliant. that's like yeah your journal basically so you're yeah. coming to it physically exactly. writing that map out every day but you've got your tiktok yeah. wheel essentially that's broken it all down and it's just a case of moving down to three o'clock like you say just ticking yeah. those bits off exactly. and eventually complete the wheel you've got your yacht and you're yeah. sunbathing in okay. the mediterranean and we're you all coming out for a holiday yes i'm swimming <laughs> out desperately in my speedos just so yeah, yeah. only, only <laughs> um and some other sort of great questions bubbling away and one thing as well uh so, someone's asked about your alcohol free adventure Are you still on your alcohol free adventure yes i uh absolutely love the fact that i don't i went i tried I went back there for for sure. Yeah, while. I remember. I, yeah. I was missing out, um, and I saw then the head. Oh yeah, yeah, I can control this. And then pretty much I started seeing all the problems again. And and then one day I just went, no, no more of this, and that was it. Yeah, back on it, which I love. Again, for me, is really important because as someone SPS and all that you do through the mm. the brilliant work uh, that you know bastion of uh masculinity let's say that much it's great yeah. to see more people not drinking because i think it just is such a powerful message yeah. to, to men as well i think that that need more of that to see their role models potentially and all of us in general uh, i think it's really powerful so good on you and again that's why something i admire about you greatly and your honesty around it as well and i remember there was a bit where you went oh, just rethinking this a little bit and then vomp. sometimes yeah that's all you need to know isn't it you almost yeah. need to go back there to remember Exactly. why you wanted to come you know away. it's like a relationship isn't it it's, a lot of people do that they go back and they you know they 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 meet up with their ex for a, for a night or something and it goes a bit um i wouldn't say the right way but the wrong way um and then they realize why they uh they left them in the first first place yeah i love it um just one quick one that's a good one um have you any recommendations for getting started again because you mentioned almost that a bit in your story if you're a bit like pff, trying to get going yeah, well, one thing I'd say, I mean, for me, I think it's fundamental that you follow a process every day. So me, the morning routine is so important, so, so important. And morning routine Brilliant. for me, you know, even if my day has gone to an absolute bag of shit, I've still won every day, every day. So really, it's so important to get back into that process. You know, you make sure that you engage in physical exercise and it's just get yep. back, back into that process. One thing I would say, though, is don't put your body into absolute shock on the first week. You know, if it's, you know, for me, it's like obviously nutrition and it's fitness and, and stuff like that. And, and to do obviously my mindset practices. But for me, this first week hasn't been right today. I am absolutely not having any sugar. You know, it's not like, you know, yeah. this week is more about exercise for me. I have started to be a bit more conscious about what I eat. But then next week, I'll start to then engage in the strict regime around nutrition. So don't you put yourself into cold turkey and before you know it you'll hate every day and before and that that will bounce you straight back on when you get to the weekend and decide that you're going to give yourself a treat so really 
get yourself into it softly and then you know as soon as i started engaging on that first day with exercise it was just incredible my mind had been telling me that i'm i'm you know i'm fit it's going to be horrible it's cold outside just take action step into the short-term discomfort for long-term gain and understand that yeah it is only short-term pain is pain is temporary um whenever you've got momentum i love it i love it uh, there's another good question as well uh from carol if you have two separate goals which, which again like running a marathon and starting a business would you have two clocks or would you just focus on one thing no i would focus on one thing but i would try to encompass all of your goals within it you know okay. like a lot of people that's a question we get a lot you know it's like how many you know, i've got loads of goals well okay well come up with a goal that supersedes all of those goals like for me breakpoint starting a company breakpoint i had to I had to get myself fit. I had to sort my mindset out, change my mindset. Yeah. I had to stop drinking. I had to sort my finances out. There were so many things I had to do to create that company. You know, so really, to to really, what I'd say is try and have an, a, a goal that encompasses everything. But don't try and dilute everything and go, oh, I've got millions of things. Before you know it, you don't need to get your ikigai. Yeah. Have you heard about that? No, what's that? Yeah, that's a Japanese term for in, in flow. Um, so it's a good, it's actually a really good book called Ikigai. Um, and that is when you um, get into flow. You know, a lot of people, there's this um, yeah. genre argument about multitasking. Um, you know, men can't do it, women can. But we should never multitask when, um, unless it's, a, you know, an absolute emergency. Totally. Uh, because basically all, all of your efforts towards anything get diluted. And getting into your ikigai is when you focus, you get into flow on one thing. Brilliant. Yeah, I like that. I've seen that book, actually. Is it a blue book? It's got a blue cover. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I feel like, I've, I haven't read it, but I feel like I've, I've definitely yeah. seen it. Here's another a quick one, just while we've got the last five minutes. Um, did you give up caffeine because you saw parallels with alcohol? What's the, um, like, as in mood yeah. and health? And Absolutely. You know, I'm, it's the same with me with everything. I am an extremist. I find it mm. hard to sit in the middle um so for me it was like i was drinking far too much coffee and the one thing for me is i hate anything that's got control of me mm. whether that's finances whether that's anything drugs alcohol whatever it is i cannot have something having control of me and coffee had control of me um and that was the biggest thing i learned when i stopped drinking i never thought you know my mind told me i'd never be able to do that but once i broke that and was able to do it it caused such a massive positive effect with everything in my life because I realized that I, 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 I'm in the driving seat and I can control everything. And that is the way you've got to deal with everything. Coffee for me, I, you know, when you look into it, I think it calcifies the pineal gland. So I don't know if you, you talk much about that, but basically um, your third eye, I think a lot of coffee is, is having a detrimental effect on that. And um, I just, yeah, I, 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 I stopped for that reason. I just don't, you know, I don't, yeah. But you have to look into it. I mean, you've got to, you know, when you stop these things, you've got to have a why. When you have a why, that yeah. becomes easy. Uh, but if you don't have, a, you know, you can't just go, oh, I'm just, just going to give up. You know, that's ego. You know, it's, it's you've got to have a why and, and have a, and the why for me was the fact it was, you know, the sleep thing and everything else. But, you know, for me, it's calcifying the, uh, the pineal gland. Yeah, I love that. I mean, we, we could talk for hours and hours and hours that we've done in, in the past. This is just a warm up. We've only touched on many things, but the coffee is another one for me at the moment. That, yeah. and, and I think everything's connected, isn't it? It's this awareness. It's awareness of what you want in your life and what you don't want in mm -hmm. your life. And I think once yeah. you've got that newfound awareness, whether it's alcohol, whether it's coffee, whether it's something that you want, i.e., a yacht or but for the right reasons because you've actually done that with real awareness it's not like i just want a yacht because it sounds good yeah. so i've really thought this through this mm. is something i want to focus on because it means it'll redirect my business um towards that it'll give me that transition to be able to move from place to place like these are really valid things once they've been thought through and i think to achieve them you need that level of awareness and thought i.e too many people get caught in the manifesting thing of i don't know what I want i just want loads of money or a big house yeah. but actually why why do you want those things? You know, and I think if you can connect with that, you said this right start and get really aligned with who you are and what's important and put the structure around it. Amazing things happen. Yeah. hundred percent, hundred percent. One thing I'll say, you know, um, which I've come to a realization of, and I think I believe, you know, there's so much programming in our education. Um, you know, I'm actually 
I wouldn't say anti-education or, or I think it's so outdated, but I think there's so much programming in that. And I feel that we have been programmed throughout our schooling to do everything fast, everything, everything, everything's got to be fast, fast, move on, move on. And we're drinking life so fast, we forgot how good it tastes, you know, because we're not stopping to enjoy the moment. You know, everyone's fighting. We're all, all working, working, working because we're, we're working towards this utopia. Utopia is not there. Every day is your, your utopia. And we should be enjoying every day. Every day should be paradise. And I know that sounds a bit wishy-washy, you know, and sort of, but really there's a lot of truth in that. You know, I fight with this all the time that whenever I'm doing something, I'm fighting to get to do the next thing. You know, I'm not, I'm not getting into flow and enjoying what I'm doing, you know, and that I believe is just part of our programming that we, you know, we, you know, you look at school, you, you know, you've got to do, you've got to be first to complete the, the exam. You've got to be first on the, on the, um, you know, athletics on the, on the playing field. Everything is all about being first and, and being as fast as possible. And I think it's, you know, I am telling myself time is a construct. You need to slow down and you, you know, and really start to appreciate every moment. Yeah. Yeah. And again, everything you say, I think is so important. Once again, debunking this mythology that you're some sort of superhuman and actually we're all the same. It yeah. doesn't matter whether you're in the SBS, the SAS, you're a stay at home parent or you're a banker in the city. We are all ultimately the same. And I think it's just connecting with more meaning and purpose in our life yeah. is just so incredibly important. And everything you said today, I think is, is really powerful. And, and I appreciate you. I thank you for spending some time with us today. I think everyone's thoroughly enjoyed that that's been in the audience. We've covered off a good few of the questions. I think many of them were answered on today's session. Um, I know you've got to jump at 11. I really appreciate you, Ollie. We'll do this again soon. I'll, I'll come and join you for one of those. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll join me for what I need. <laughs> we'll cut that bit out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm listen, I just it. love spending time with people that that um, are prepared to invest in themselves. We are the most important project there is, and um, you know, I just I just love being around people that have that same mindset around that. So, uh, and uh, yeah, it's always good to good to have a conversation with you, Andy, because uh, uh, I know everything that I say is 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 uh, understood, and um, you think the same. Just before you go, where can we learn more about what you're doing and the amazing? you know things yeah. you've got on from books and there's a lot of stuff i mean it's not in its best place at the moment but um uh, i've got a website ollie at ollieolliton.co.uk um all the websites everything are coming down and i'm not happy with them but there is all the information on there um i've got four books out now i've got um uh breakpoint battle ready battle ready is really uh, a call to action um Breakpoint is really the foundation, and then I've got two fiction books as well. So, um, and the the fiction ones are interesting because although it's fiction, it is still the DNA of me, and uh, it follows a guy that has some serious drinking issues, and he's trying to deal with life. So, yeah. But anyway, you can find all that stuff on um, Ollie. Uh, uh, sorry, not Ollie. Ollie, you just got my email address. Um, Ollieollerton.co.uk. Yeah, and do you know what? We haven't even had a chance to go there. I wanted to get into the books because, by the way, again, talk about getting outside your comfort zone. How cool is that? Not only have you got the non-fiction, you've gone into fiction writing. We'll do that another time because I definitely, definitely want to cover that stuff. Great, great to talk to you. And um, it was great being uh, surrounded by so many amazing human beings. Love it. Thanks, everyone. Have Thanks. a great day. See you, Ollie. See everyone. See you, Bye. Top man. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode and to show the podcast some love, please subscribe and download. And if you could tell just one more person about the podcast, that would be amazing. And don't forget, I'm live every single weekday around 7am on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to come and interact live, ask me questions, I'll be sharing my best wisdom at 7am every weekday live, Facebook and Instagram at Andy Ramage Official. And also don't forget, if you want to train with me to become a world-class coach, go to andyramage.com courses. And if you want to train with me to develop yourself, also check out the courses. It's all there, andyramage.com. Also, when you go to andyramage.com, you can sign up to my newsletter there, get all the updates on the latest and greatest courses, get my weekly roundup of things that you might find inspirational, aspirational and motivational. In my weekly newsletter, you can sign up at andyramage.com. 
Finally, thank you, Matt McCormick, for producing the show. All right, hopefully I'll see you back here very soon. Let's do this. <laughs>